To Good Mid Morning, I am your host, Liam Flanagan, a.k.a. DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback, New York Jets, a.k.a. DJ FG QBNYJ. Uh, today is, what is it, Wednesday, April 14th, and oh, what a show we have for you. Um, I'm going to decline that call from JT, who decided to call <laughs> right now, even though he knows that I have a show that I do every morning. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks for that, JT. And uh, so we got. I got to thank my sponsors, of course. Uh, Dan's lotion. Everybody wants. Uh, everybody says Dan has the nicest skin. Use Dan's lotion. Also, head on down to the Beatbox for all your canned beat needs. You can't beat a beat from the Beatbox. And lastly, we want to thank the new family game from the creators of Cards Against Humanity. What's that smell? A scratch and sniff guessing game that will have your family saying, what's that smell? Thanks again to those sponsors. And if you want to become an actual sponsor of Podland or any, uh, uh, or any of the podcasts we have on Podland, you can send me an e- email to liam at podland.productions. Join me today back again. One of Portland's funniest people coming to a stage near you, I'm sure. <clears throat> also, you can find him on... Uh, the podcast back of the room the jews control the media and did we solve it jake silverman silverman man all right i gotta take a breath take a breath baby welcome to your own life <laughs> center yourself here we go how's I, it going oh good jake good. silverman good to have you back how's it yes. going i'm good man i yeah. uh I'm doing well. I uh, I've had I have a very busy last couple days. Um, I bought a I bought a van, which uh, I will be turning into a place that I will live. So that is I'm starting a new, I guess a new chapter. They always say you know, this is you know, this is it. This is one of those new chapters. I yeah. guess you know. That's crazy. So here I am. Um, you you just told me about this, and I was like, oh, this is great. Because I have, there's another, there's a couple who contacted us and said they wanted to do a segment because they are <laughs> packing all their stuff. They bought a van and they're packing up all their stuff and they're, oh wow they're basically just going to drive around the country and, uh, and they're so, Damn. They're, so yeah, people that I, that's just what people are doing now. That's, that's yeah. How- I mean. You know, I I never thought I could be a homeowner, and this was one way to do it. So, uh, you know, here I am. But yeah, it is definitely uh, it's definitely a trend. Um, I didn't get like a you know a super nice big Sprinter van. I got like a Econo Line E one fifty. You know, yeah. So it's like an old work van. But I'm stoked. Um, I'm gonna be using it to like obviously tour around doing doing shows and stuff so yeah man it's uh it's all because of uh covid really yeah i I was supposed to move to new york city last year and that didn't happen and all of a sudden my whole life got you know the plans got flipped and now i was just like well this 
this seems like a good thing to try, you know, do, do the van life and try to just do some road, road gigs. And are you going to pimp it out? Are you pimping it out? You're going to, you know, are you going to really, I mean, what kind of bed are you putting in there? I mean, are you going to, there's a whole, I mean, that's the thing. It's kind of a, it's a, literally it is a blank slate. There's no, there's nothing in it. It was used. I bought it from a, a catering company that hadn't been using it. Um, and so, it's it's completely hollowed out in the back. It's just the two seats up front, and then it's just a tin can behind me. So it's starting from ground zero, but it's a lot of fun because, you know, you get to plan. You get to kind of, like, see what you want. Um, there's a ton of stuff online about people doing this kind of thing with the, yeah. the, with every type of van imaginable. So there's plenty on this one. And uh, I have some buddies who are really handy who are going to help me out. So Because I'm not, like, I can't construct anything like i'm not a cre- i'm not a tinkerer like that i don't have the technical skills but i have friends who are so i'm yeah. excited to work with them we got i mean we're gonna have to get uh, brad and shyla on and you guys can talk about this i don't you know yeah or if anybody out there is listening you know you can always text 971-361-9396 um if you have any suggestions for you know how jake can can make his ride super dope because yeah i mean you're gonna hit me, ha- hit me up I mean, you're going to have to do better than your bedroom that, that, you know, that's all. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The bedroom is a mess, but I mean, the thing about a van is you can't really have a mess in a van. Can't you? There's nothing. I mean, I guess you could, but it would be like, you couldn't live in it then. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if you've been up and down uh Powell Boulevard anytime recently, but uh, people okay. seem to be living in their vans. And having them a mess. And having a mess. That's true. All right. Well, my goal then is to not have the mess. I want the van. I don't want the mess. Yeah, that's understandable. So, um, so yeah, so that's where, I mean, what you, that's a, it seems like there's going to be a lot of planning involved because you're going to have to plan, you're going to have to make, make the van comfortable, right? Yep. And then there's all of the, you know, where finding safe places to park your van to sleep. You know, these are dude, totally. It's no, it's a whole it's a whole life. I mean, it is your life, you know. It's not just you do it and whatever. Like, yeah, it, you got to you're kind of always looking for spots, uh planning for different events, you know. Like I said, I'm going to try to use it mostly to try to tour with comedy, so like, you know, potentially like that would be, you know, where I'd first start going is trying to get stuff on the books and being able to drive and live out of that and then just do the shows and hit the next town. Yeah. And maybe, you know, yeah. And there's probably going to be some sort of van culture now that this, oh, now that everybody's is doing a it. Yeah. Huge van culture. Yeah. It's crazy how many people are into this thing. So that you could probably, that, you know, there's probably some fucking app where you're, where it just shows you cool places that you can park your van and, and sleep. Yeah, there's a ton of social media around it. There's a ton of people. It's a very uh, just from my like brief interactions with it. I posted a. Uh, I'm part of a Facebook group just called Van Life, and I posted a picture of uh, the van I bought, and like I was like, hey, like, if you have any like ideas for you know builds and stuff, and I just had a ton of people comment and show pictures of their builds. It's a very like sherry type of group they want to like share their their knowledge and, yeah. and it's it's a it's very community focused it seems that's what it seems like now yeah. once you get in yeah. there it's just going to be 
fucking cutthroat, just like everything else. You know, there's gonna yeah. be tr guys trying to get to the top of the van world. Like they want to be the fucking king of all van guys. There are people <laughs> making fucking moolah off the van life shit. You know. Yeah. But I'm not gonna be. Uh, you know, I'll just be. I think my. I like the angle because I haven't seen too many comics doing it. Honestly. Yeah. There's one guy I know of uh, who was doing the van life for a while. I don't even know if he's still doing it, but he was the only one I really knew who was like, I'm an active comic and I live in a van. Most other, you know, so we'll see. Yeah. It seems like you could get a lot of material out of that too, living in a van, you know? Totally. I mean, I imagine, yeah, all the weird stories, all the weird people you meet, the weird locations that you sleep. And, uh, and also, yeah, I mean, just the... Like now everything is online, so it's like I'm just gonna make a bunch of videos showing the build and showing all this kind of stuff that I'm doing. Yeah. And like hopefully get followers through that. And you know, it's all a process, you know, it's all a process. So I'm just starting, literally bought it yesterday. Um and yeah, we're, you know, got some got a few things that I gotta take care of with it, like, you know got to get the title and all the paperwork and got to let the government know that it's me in this van and not the old guy. You know, it's all, that's yeah. the whole thing. And you know, yeah. Fun paperwork when you own a car, man. Yeah. I love it. So, yeah. Bureaucracy, you know, it's so fun. So that's what good. makes this beautiful country pump. Yeah. <laughs> Red tape. <laughs> Um, well, that's that. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing more about that, and we're gonna have to get uh, uh, the the other two van people on, and and so you guys can talk about that. That's totally that's, that's dope. Uh, let's take a quick music break. My musical picks today are uh, songs because you know uh, as you, you know as we get into the news after this, you, we're gonna be reminded of how shitty the world is, and uh, it's just. Uh, so these are songs that uh, kind of <laughs> remind us that this shit's just been going on forever and uh, it's never going to end. So, uh, you know, lovely little thoughts like that, but they are uplifting songs for sure. This is Working Together by Ike and Tina Turner.
You're listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland Productions. That was Ike and Tina Turner doing uh, Working Together. Folks, don't forget to uh, like our podcast. Give us a review wherever you listen. The more you talk about the show, the more people uh, will get to enjoy it. Also, follow us on the socials. We're on uh, at Good Mid Morning on Instagram and Good Mid Morning on face- Facebook and Good Mid Morning on Tumblr. I believe we're even on Tumblr. So, um, folks, Wild. Tumblr, yeah, huh? Tumblr. <laughs> I don't know why I got on Tumblr. Oh man. I didn't sleep well last night. I got to tell no? you. No, I, I haven't been sleeping well. I have this thing where we, you know, we, we watch TV on the couch and I start to doze off on the couch and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to bed. And then I go to bed and then I just toss and turn and toss and turn man yeah i know that problem it's it's weird it's like you almost just better off just sleeping on the couch because then you're gonna fall asleep because once you get up and like brush your teeth and put some water you know on your face then you're like well now i'm up what am i doing i want to do something brush your teeth (laughs) i brush Ah, i brush my teeth in the morning i'm a morning brush or teeth or or maybe afternoon if i remember you know um but I also, wow. I, I wouldn't splash water on my face right before I went to bed. That'd wake me up. You don't wash your face before you go to bed? Wash my face? What am I going to wash my face for? It's, it hasn't been anywhere dirty. <laughs> Where are you this putting your face? So, this is so gross. <laughs> you don't brush your teeth or wash your face? I mean, I shower. I take a shower or a bath every day, but, uh, you know. I don't, uh, I'm not washing my face right before I go, go to sleep. I mean, who's going to see my face when I'm sleeping? It's not for prison presentation. (laughs) It's for, it's that you've had a bunch of like dirt. You live in a city, bro. There's dirt in the air. There's, there's, you know, you're touching your face all the time. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I stopped touching my face as soon as the pandemic happened because they told me. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. You know, it man, just... you're just the only human who can somehow resist <laughs> touching their own face and yeah. making sure there's still a being on this earth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sleep, man. It's tough, dude. It's tough. I, uh, you know, I don't know, you know, they, there's a million and one secrets, but uh, yeah, my dad's got insomnia. I think I got a touch of it sometimes, too. So, yeah, you just do the best you can. Yeah. And, and the funny thing is, is I ended up just going back to the couch and going to sleep. That's that was my solve. I was like, well, I'll just I know that I can sleep on the couch, so I'll just go do that. Man, there you go. Yeah, and you know, a lot of it I'm sure it has to do with we got we got the new puppy, and so I've been my sleep schedule has been all screwed up because of the new puppy. And I don't know, I'll get over it, dude. New dog. My uh, my girlfriend my girlfriend has a new puppy, and uh, yeah, dude, it's great. I didn't realize like. Cause I've never, I guess I never really, like I never had a, like a dog as a kid. We weren't like really a pet family. And like, I didn't, I didn't realize, yeah. Like how much attention they needed. Yeah. Like she's getting up earlier now to go give it its morning walk. And like, I just was like, God damn, dude, this kind of sucks. Like <laughs> you're yeah. just like your her, her whole life is like built around this dog now. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens. It's uh and then you know, it lasts for a little while, but we're like I keep saying, it, we're we're about on autopilot right now. I think Pepper is house. Yeah, she's potty trained, and we we have right. another dog, which is very helpful because um, when we got our first dog, Seamus, w- it was just us, and so we had to be that entertainment. We had to play with the dog all the time. We had to do all that right. stuff. Now right. we're just like 
go play with each other and they tire each other out and so we're kind of golden on that so it's getting easier it's getting easier and definitely two dogs is the way to go because then you yeah. you don't have to do all the work um right i, I did want to get back to your girlfriend though what does she think about your new van life she was stoked yeah i mean she was stoked and like yeah was like i want to buy a van now like she was very like she said, like, I'm living the wrong life. Like, what am I doing? You know, yeah. like, I got this dog. You got the van. Like, you're winning the, you know. So, yeah, no, she's, uh, she, yeah, we went out. We, like, um, I took her and the dog out and yesterday and just, like, drove around. And we got a pizza and ate it in the van because we're like, hey, you can eat in the van. And, like, <laughs> not like you couldn't eat in a car before, I guess. So we were like, hey, we're eating dinner in the van. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, took the dog to a couple parks. And, yeah, it was fun. It was a cool first day in the van. Nice. Man, you're making me want to get a van. Dude, I mean, you just leave all your troubles behind, baby. Yeah. You know? Uh, it'd be nice. Well, um, I've got to talk about a little bit of news. Uh, this the w- Here locally, we got riots, protests and riots are, uh, are once again happening in, this, in the streets of, of Portland. So, you know, be careful out there. Uh, a riot yeah. a riot was declared after a group of about 100 people descended on the Portland Police Union headquarters in North Portland. Apparently, they blocked traffic, and they, they also set some doors on fire and shot off fireworks. And then Monday, they were shooting out windows with um, slingshots with ball bearings. So, go hmm. rioters. You know? Portland. Yeah, I mean, it didn't really... Uh... I mean, I, I don't think, I mean, obviously there's like a new, there's a new energy behind it because of what happened in Minneapolis, but it never, the, like the protests have not really stopped since, yeah. uh, I mean, they're probably going on, uh, getting closer to a year of, of, of some type of straight protest here in Portland. Like I've, yeah, I mean, yeah. So, and and w- <laughs> here's the question, and this is why I stopped protesting years ago. Um, what total good has it? What has what has the has the protesting accomplished so far in Portland? Do you think like the year? Of- I don't think you're really allowed to ask that question. Oh, you're not. No, oh. I don't think if uh, if you bring that question up, I think it is seen as. I don't actually know how it's seen, but I do feel like that is a question that people are uncomfortable asking because, you know, people are like, well, we have to because things are bad in the world. And, and, and that's uh, that the answer is good enough there. And I guess for some people, maybe that is, maybe it is just, maybe the whole point is just to show like in opposition to x you know yeah this is where 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 we are out here to stand in opposition of this thing whatever it is you know um obviously this case is you know police brutality and police actions and stuff like that so i think the protesters would probably say like that is a thing in and of itself is standing but yeah like in terms of like policy changes or this or that like yeah i don't know what you could really i don't follow it i followed it more up until kind of recently and then i kind of like was like you know like i don't really know what this is doing for me to even really be like 
as involved in i'm not wasn't involved in the protest but just like keeping up with it more and now i'm just like you know like it's a thing and um you know they're doing their thing and you know i don't know yeah i mean it, good for them for for continuing the the fight i guess but i don't know i just uh after years and years of you know i used to go to protests i used to go to riots i you know or you know i was in protests that turned into riots i you know been chased by the police uh, I've had friends arrested. I've done all that stuff. Um, uh, never been arrested myself at a protest, but um, it just you do that enough, and then you you look around. You're like, not that that did not, that did absolutely nothing. That didn't change anything. Like the whole uh, the the Wall Street uh, protests that I was like, oh, this is great. We're gonna take down Wall Street. You know, it turns out didn't take down Wall Street. And so a year of protesting in, in Portland, how, what has changed, what, what policies, and I think that maybe there have been a couple policies that have changed in, in the police department, but I don't, you know, I don't know. I just want yeah. the answers. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a, I mean, obviously it's just a super complex question because it's like, you know, uh, depending on who you ask in the protesters, I'm sure it's not like the protesters even have like truly one unified goal like when i was i don't know like obviously like we're presented these big narratives in the news like this is what they stand for but if you actually start talking to people like they all have different ideas of what they want you know so it's like some people want total abolition of the police as an institution they want zero police some people just want it reformed or defunded or this or that so it's like you even within a movement have such a wide array that i don't even know like if they could all say like this is our oh. goal <laughs> you know yeah oh i mean and uh yeah. and obviously you know like with any other group of humans there's infighting there's you know there's drama like there's so it's yeah it's a it's kind of fascinating to watch from afar but it also is like yeah and i think the newest wave is just because of what happened in minneapolis like i think yeah. they're specifically reacting to that and you know again like yeah like i don't i don't know what is gonna change change in terms of like yeah this hey we we because it's like i don't think any politicians are ever like yeah we're gonna listen to you guys like they're just that's just not who they respect like they don't give yeah. a fuck about those people so they're just gonna be like yeah like do your thing but like we're not gonna you're not the people we really care about so yeah and then and then they just use the destruction of property again. You know, they're like, well, look at these people that are destroying property. They don't care about anything. And, right. Uh, and a lot of people get really I mean, the thing that I feel like is not always like. A lot of these protest movements, like to me, like as a person who like watches them and has done a little bit of like interaction with them through like these videos I've made and interviewing people is like. I often find that their like ability to reach out to people who might be interested in their cause, but are not clearly like going to dress up in all black and like bust out a window. Like there seems to be a big gap between like the people who are involved and the people who they'd want. Like, I don't think they really seem to care as much about like, how does this look to the outside world? You know, like yeah. they have their thing and they're going to do their thing, but like, a lot of people are gonna be like, God damn, these people are fucking psycho. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not like, if, if I'm like, I'm not gonna fucking do, you know, like they don't, I think they only really are like, we're the hardcore few and they don't all often think, at least to me, like, Hey, what, 
like what could we do that might get people who are sympathetic but are, are, i don't know like are yeah. scared off by a bunch of people running down downtown like doing all this wild shit like i don't think they think about that yeah and then i mean and then how i mean we got to find a different way to protest i mean there's got i mean we've got i mean i don't know that you you know this this marching and and breaking things in the street uh all that stuff which you know i'm i'm fully for i i'm i'm for property damage i'm just i'm just throwing it out there um but uh wow you you hate property <laughs> it's fucking okay, property here, <laughs> it here's the thing like if what? you're like if they fucked up your house you would be pissed uh you know of course i'd be pissed but i'd also be like well it's i we've got insurance you know whatever uh, you know it's a you know small so my house gets messed up whatever uh if if what they're protesting against is you know something that i believe in then i'd be like well you know whatever my house got a little fucked up i, I can fix it we also have to fix the problem that you know that's that's how i would feel you know sure yeah all right well we're gonna call that segment th that's a great question that's a great question you're listening to, <laughs> you're listening to good mid-morning we got fugazi coming up right now you want to send us a text 971-361-9396 is the number good mid-morning right here on podland.productions <laughs>
You are listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland.Productions. Folks, did you know that Podland is now on Patreon? That's right. You can become a patron of Podland, or as I like to say, a Podlander. Become a Podlander today. Just click on the link on our homepage, and uh, that will send you to our Patreon page. With your help, you can make Podland a content machine, giving you a fun and interesting entertainment all week long. Just go to the homepage and click on the patron button today. Just listening to Fugazi do a song called Cash Out uh, about um, landlords throwing out their tenants and making them homeless, which brings us a great segue to um, a, here in Oregon, lawmakers hosted a hearing Tuesday on the Right to Rest Act, which would end homeless sweeps in Oregon. So that's pretty cool. Um, because you know the, the you know Berkeley came, um this woman oh man <laughs> you're doing great <sighs> Berkeley Carnine with crisis assistance helping out on the street said we're only as strong as the resources we can con- uh, connect our clients to and when resources are put into policing jails and courts instead of housing shelter and health care then we struggle to get the support that our clients deserve so uh, basically you know, they stop doing these street sweeps and uh, use those those funds to actually help the people instead of just, you know, <laughs> coming in, arresting and uh, throwing all their stuff in the trash, which is basically. Yeah, what those seem to be I, I can't I mean, I I one of the, I don't understand, like. I would love to sit in on some of these meetings to just like hear the discussion, because like it's got to be one of the most pointless things to do. Like what I can't, I, whenever they do those sweeps, it's like, what do you expect is going to, what is the outcome of this? Like you, yes. So for a day you get this block back. I mean, that yeah. is, they always do those sweeps. And then literally as soon as they leave, they move back in anyway. So like, what is the, it's just, that is like just a complete like exercise in futility it, it serves no purpose it just fucks a couple people up for the day or whatever or whatever they're doing with their stuff and then but i mean it it's just i never understood those just even if you wanted to get rid of the problem it just doesn't even that does not make any sense yeah it, it, it makes no sense um i do have to say you know like so I live next to Powell. We live right by Powell. And uh, and I've said said before on Powell, there's these little parking lots that, you know, have been taken over by homeless camps. And yeah. uh, and they, they do these sweeps on them, like, pretty monthly, whatever. And like you said, uh, they just keep, you know, they'll do the sweep. It'll be clean for maybe a week. But then, boom, tents start popping up. Vans start popping up. Um, and there are – we have – friends who live on like basically the corner of Powell right next to one of these camps. And I can imagine that they're like, I just, I can't actually imagine like what, because the other day I drove by and there was a burnout van in the parking lot, like not a hundred feet from their house. Like, right. Like burnt, like somebody set this van on fire and they probably had to call the police or call the fire department. Like, that kind yeah. of shit, like having to deal with that shit, I can't imagine, like what no, they must I mean, be going through as well. But like, right. it's it's such a fucking clusterfuck because 
it's a total no it's a total no it's like yeah i'm not saying that like the neighbors should have to deal with that but unfortunately like they're just that isn't gonna stop it yeah like you said it'll be gone for a few days and then it'll be back and it's just this never-ending cycle and yeah i don't i mean again it's like one of these things where the it's like yes the problem is pretty obvious but the solution is you know what are you gonna do like are you are you, you know, people always say, well, we should just build housing. It's like, okay, but like, is like, I, I don't know. Like, is that, can, can you just build thousands of apartments? Like, is that like a thing that you can like that, that are funded by the government? Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like people sometimes just throw out these things. We're like, come on, like, let's just do this. It's like, dude, like, are they going to like, who's paying for it? Like, yeah. are we about to pay for this? Like, are we like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I just think sometimes it's like, we got these things like we got to just fix it it's like yeah we should fucking fix it but it's not just this like snap of the finger and it's just done you know yeah i think and i think when people when it's brought up like okay well we'll why don't we pay tax why don't some people pay you know we'll pay taxes and that money will go to building low income housing or you know but then you get into low income housing and low income housing is basically cheap it's cheap materials they they, they you know it's they they're not spending a lot of money so you know it so then these people are moved from the street to just you know some shitty apartment that uh, is you know not not taken care of um right it, it's yeah it's such a hard thing to figure out but i think you and i are gonna do it <laughs> yeah i think we got i mean i don't know as i've gotten older i just realized like wow it's any problem that you can observe like you re you start to quickly realize like you start to take in all the factors that actually are involved in it and all the parties interested and it's like yeah dude nothing is simple to solve like nothing is this like snap of the finger and we just have an answer like it there's so many different things that go into each issue like that's why it's like that's why when you're young you are idealist because you're like it's simple we'll just do this and then as you get older you're like fuck dude like yeah I just, you know, like, I there's just not, that's not how the world works. That's not how people work, you know? So, yeah. And, and, and that, you know, that kind of goes back to me stopping the going to protest because when I was younger, I was like, yeah, this is, this is going to change. We're going to change the world, man. And then as I got older, I was like, I that didn't change anything. We're, we're still doing the same shit we've been doing for years. Yeah, it's fucking wild. I just want to remind people again, the system is not broken. It's going exactly how it's supposed to. Remember that, folks. Got to change the system, not fix it. Come on now. Right. Um, I, You know, when people say, unfortunately, things... <laughs> You've just evolved into complete pirate radio at this point. <laughs> when people say, unfortunately, things are going to get worse before it gets better. Like, they, if, I feel like people have been saying that to me my whole life. Like, well... Well, with the climate, unfortunately, things are going to get worse before they get better. And they're still saying that. Well, things are going to get worse before they get They're going to get worse than this? I don't know. I don't know. You know? I'm losing it. Yeah, well, the best thing to do, honestly, is just bury your head, drink a few brews, smoke a little ganja, and just chill out, man. Because, you know, there's no reason to get so worked up about something that's coming your way anyways, you know? Right. And remember, folks, there will be an end to this. You're gonna, you, there is a card that, you know, it's called 
D-E-A-T-H, baby. And that card is going to be played for each and every one of us. So don't worry. As bad as it gets, there's an end. There's a door out. You know, there's a back door. You came in the front door. You're leaving out the back. So, you know, yeah. don't trip too hard. Wow. This is a, this is a fun show we're doing this is a heady one bro (laughs) this is a heady one yeah we're getting to we're getting deep in the water we started out with me living in a van and now we're talking about how the only way out is death so you know and it took 40 minutes to get there incredible well um let's uh, let's take it i mean the musical break we're about to take is not gonna is not gonna cheer anybody up but we're gonna do it anyway you are listening. Yeah. You're listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland Productions. Send us a message three six one nine seven no nine seven one three six one nine three nine six is a text line. Uh, you know, let us give us some happy news. Here comes Sinead O'Connor. Oh. Well, I, I played the wrong song, so this song is gonna cheer us up. Actually, it's not.
You're listening to Good Mid-Morning right here on Podland Productions. That was Sinead O'Connor doing The Emperor's New Clothes, which was a little more upbeat than the song I had actually tried to pick, which was Black Boys on Mopeds. Um, So... You know, there we go. We got a little little more upbeat. Folks, check out what's going on on Podland. We've got some great podcasts happening and some more on the way. Check out Fiddle Me This with host JT Trawick and look out for new episodes of My Three Songs coming out April 20th. That's coming That's coming up, folks. So, you know, check that out. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you don't know about My Three Songs, it's a fun uh, little podcast we do here where uh, we get some people, we smoke some weed, we listen to some music, and we laugh and we talk. And, you know, it's, it's an all-around good time. So uh, check that out. Also, don't forget to check out our DJ page featuring DJ B.A. and his show, Strictly Off the Records. And, of course, my show, The Way We Get By, with DJ Flash Gordon, quarterback New York Jets. It's all right here on Podland. Check it out. Uh, yeah, that uh, there we go. That was uh, Sinead O'Connor hanging out with Jake Silberman, you know, solving the world's problems. Is this what you do on your podcast, Did We Solve It? Well, did we solve it? Is actually done. Oh we don't do God. that one anymore. I can't believe it. I so can't believe it. I'll send you an updated <laughs> bio. Um, did we solve it? Yes, it was a former podcast that I did with two other comics, and we talked about uh, race and all that comes with it. But we made it fun and funny and somewhat silly. Um, but uh, yeah, now we don't do that one anymore. Yeah. We just got. Was it because you, you know, solved it? We put in our time. <laughs> did you solve it? Is that why you stopped doing this? In fact, we did not. Oh. And that's why uh, we just realized there was no solving it. Yeah. <laughs> I think, they're, you know, well, who knows? Maybe they'll solve it someday, but uh, we weren't going to solve it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, you know, yeah. you know how it's going to be solved? We're all going to be dead. That's how the, yes. all the problems that we have right now are all going to be solved because we're all going to be dead. You know, sweet, sweet death, baby. Uh, and, you know, it's coming because they're talking about World War Three. You know, China's amping up shit. Uh, Russia's amping up shit. It's just getting crazier and crazier out there. But, uh, yeah, you know, man. I got no beef with any Chinese or Russians either. So I don't know yeah. why I'm trying to don't don't fight them in my name, bro. I'm not <laughs> exactly. I got no I don't I don't I never really met that many Chinese people. And I've never really met that many Russians. And, I, and the ones I have, I never had a beef with. So I don't you don't need to fight a war on my behalf. I just want to say if the U.S. government is listening to this, I just want to say my vote is no. OK, yeah, mine, too. They're always listening. So but never listening. Yeah, but they That's don't the listen. Yeah. <laughs> you're hearing me, but you're not listening. Um, hey, let's talk a little bit about baseball. Um, hey, 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 baseball is it's back, baby. The Texas Rangers plunking down 40,000 in the stadium. Did they really? People are back. Oh, yeah, they did a sold out game a couple like a week ago. Oh, wow. I'm sure all those people were vaccinated, right? It was it was one of those things where it's like 40,000 people who are already vaccinated. Well, they sprayed in. the vaccine over the crowd <laughs> at, the first, at the seventh inning stretch. <laughs> they uh, everybody got up and just opened their mouths as they were singing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." And uh, yeah, they just did like a helicopter drop of yeah. uh, needles. Of the vax. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like putting out a wildfire. Um, it, so, they just had one of those uh, cannon yeah, guns that shoots it instead of it shoots instead of t-shirts. It shoots needles. So you yeah, shoot it into just the crowd, right in your dad's chest. Uh, yeah, he's eating a hot dog and he just gets <laughs> nailed by 14 different darts from from baseball cheerleaders. Oh man. Uh yeah. That's fun. 
Uh, baseball is back. Yeah. yeah. Um, with a new ball. Did you know did they, this? They, I didn't know that. Did they change the ball? They changed the ball. Um, so now it, it, it so now there's going to be less home runs. There was there were too many home runs in the 2019 season, and they were like, "This is too many." So they changed the ball. So now it goes uh, like a couple feet shorter. Isn't that crazy? Wow! Baseball always knows how to make the game less entertaining. Yeah, man, they're just like, yeah, let's uh, let's get more, <laughs> let's get <laughs> more flyouts. That's clearly gonna keep the fans. They, it's just like, God. I mean, they already have like, you know, which I don't know. You know, it's good or bad or in between. But you know, they've added the instant replays. They added the, you know, like they've already slowed it down more. There's a bunch of pitching changes, you know. Yeah. Um, to an already. And now it's, yeah. And now it's like, but we don't want let let the the literally the most exciting play that that is ha- could happen in the sport. They're like, we don't want as many of those anymore. Too many, you know. If there was, I think, uh, what did it say? There was uh, the after the league saw a record of six thousand seven hundred and seventy six homers hit in twenty nineteen. That's a lot of homers. 6,776. Yeah, but, but, you know, who cares? What, you know, yeah, dude. Why belt would it you... out there. Yeah. Oh, uh, so um, the, another thing I wanted to point out about this is that the MLB's balls are hand-sewn by workers at the Rawling factory in Costa Rica. I'm sure they're paid. Wow. I'm sure they're paid plenty. That's kind of crazy that they actually are sewn by hand. You, I can't imagine. Little hands. That little hands. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Hand sewn, um, but in Costa Rica. Let's bring our hand sewn balls back to the United States. You know that really. I mean, come on. Are we not? We're not doing that job in America. You can't find some podunk little town in you know Missouri or you know North Carolina that could that could sew up these balls no because they you'd have to pay them 45 dollars an hour but instead they they put an amazon factory in there and they just pay them 15 dollars an hour to work there it's uh how can you have america's pastime not even be brought to you by america's workers right it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense this country we're just doing it all wrong Doing it all wrong, baby. We got no soul anymore, you know. Yeah. Well, my Cubs are are not doing great so far, so you know. Yeah. My, well, my hope. my Tigers aren't either, baby. So yeah. you know, we both we root for tough franchises to get behind. It's brutal. It's brutal. You know, because you wait all the you know baseball ends, and then you wait the the you know whatever six months or however many months in between, and. uh and then, and and then, then in those first couple of weeks, if your team is showing that they kind of they're blowing, then you're like, "Fuck!" I you're like, go. "Damn, this is gonna be a long summer." <laughs> a long fucking summer. I'm sure they'll pick it up. I'm sure they'll pick it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, it's tough, but um, you know, it's at least it's back. I don't know. It, it's nice that, you know. I don't know. I don't know anymore what's going on with COVID. I have zero idea. So I'm just, I just like, just try to distract myself with sports and, and baseball is another one. You know, we're in that sweet spot where we got basketball, hockey, 
and baseball. Yeah. Three out of the four playing right now. Yeah. If you are a sports fan, you are in hog heaven right now, basically. I am, dude. I, that was like, that kind of like, you know, as the lockdowns were kind of dragging on and there just wasn't much to do, like just even following bad sports teams, I was like, this is something we can get, we can do this. Yeah. So that's, that's what I do. I, I, you know, I'm watching hockey, I'm watching basketball, I'm picking up baseball, you know, it's, it's all there. It's all there for your entertainment. Yeah. Keep you entertained during these times that we live in. Yeah. People say like, oh, it's all bread and circuses. I was like, yes, more bread and more circuses. Yeah. J- just jam it down my throat. I don't care. <laughs> Get my mind off of what I can see going on out my window. Yes, I don't. <laughs> I just shut the curtains, order a pizza. The guy has to fight through, you know, a homeless camp and a riot. And but, you know, he makes two bucks an hour through DoorDash. <laughs> I don't tip them and I enjoy the game, you know, come on. Exactly. It's fun. (laughs) We're going to take one more break. This is Marvin Gaye doing what's going on. You're listening to good mid morning right here on podland.productions. Tom 
Listening to Good Mid Morning right here on Podland Dot Productions, folks. What is happening? Don't forget to check us out on Instagram, and uh, we are at Good Mid Morning on Instagram, Good Mid Morning on Facebook, and uh, like our podcast. Give us a review wherever you listen. Jake Silverman, what's going on? Almost, uh, we're almost off. What do you got planned for the rest of the day? You just doing van stuff? maybe um i got i got a busy day today i got a couple more podcasts that i'm doing throughout the day uh i got a meeting i got a open mic i'm doing tonight i might take my van over to a buddy to show him to start getting some ideas going um yeah it's a busy busy wednesday but uh i got some sports i'm gonna watch there's a basketball game there's a baseball game i might throw on you know i uh yeah. Just doing a lot, man. Just trying to grind it out again. All of a sudden, yeah. Trying to trying to eke by in this world that's that's you know tough. So, uh, yeah, man. Just uh, just back at it. Where are you gonna Where are you gonna be zone. tonight? Um, there's a there's an open mic. I think I've talked about it here before. There's an open mic in a parking lot that they've been doing, or like a gravel pit lot, basically. Uh, it's been fun. You know, you perform for people in their cars, so it's COVID safe and all, right. but yeah. it's been fun. The weather's nicer. Uh, you know, I'm selling a t-shirt there. So someone wants to buy a t-shirt. I'm bringing them a t-shirt. Just one? So just, you just got one t-shirt. I got one t-shirt <laughs> that I'm selling to, to a lady and that's, that's the move, dude. It's just slowly, but surely yeah. putting, putting some dough in my pockets. Each and... shirt's $150. Yes. So one I at a time, it. once a month. Yeah, uh, collectible. <laughs> Fantastic. And w- uh, quickly say those podcasts that people can check you out on. Yes, it's uh, Jews Control the Media, Back of the Room, and What is Stuff. And uh, if you'd like, go over to my YouTube channel, just Jake Silberman, my name. That's where I put all my videos. Everything is up there. So check that out. Subscribe if you could. Like the videos. Do all the stuff that all these desperate YouTubers tell you 